Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Dabo Sweeney joins us live in about 60 minutes. Dave Clausen of Wake Forest live in about 25 minutes. Scott Satterfield, our old friend from App State, will also be with us next hour, the new head coach at Louisville. And joining us now, a guy who for the last three years has given us viral gems, including the high dive somersault story, the proper way to make or eat a sandwich. And last year it was the hot dog delight. He is now representing the ACC Network as an analyst, former Georgia Bulldogs head coach, the former Miami Hurricanes head coach, Mark Richt. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show, Coach. How are you going to follow that trifecta? Glad to be back. And uh, it was actually the 10-bite sandwich. There's there's a certain way to make a 10-bite and eat a 10-bite sandwich. We won't get into that. That's but a YouTube sensation still that people can look up if they want, <laughs> I think. Anyway, uh, well, I'll, let's talk about food again. All right. At the end of the year, in our quarterbacks meeting, we would always, right around Thanksgiving, matter of fact, it was Thanksgiving day because we'd practice in the morning and have our meal afterwards. I would always go around the room, youngest to oldest, and you'd had to, you had to say what you're thankful for first. Then you had to explain how exactly do you eat your Thanksgiving meal, okay? so. Some guys, in the beginning, they didn't get it. They, and I said, no, I want to know exactly where it goes on your plate. And do, do you let the food touch each other and all that stuff. So long story short, uh, for me, it uh, starts out with white meat turkey. Good, good healthy yeah. shot of that. And then uh, you put your mashed potatoes, like a massive amount of that, right next to it. And you put, put a big hole in it, and you drop about a half a stick of butter in there. Ooh. Then you cover it up. And you let it melt there for a minute. Wow. You hammer the corn on top of that. Then you get your stuffing on the side. Then you take your gravy and you you just cover the whole everywhere. plate. Everywhere. And then uh, and then you eat that and then you roll off the chair, hopefully take a nap till all the dishes are done. And then uh, then you go ahead and uh, make a turkey sandwich for lunch so, or for dinner. Any green bean casserole or, or well, cran cranberry sauce? You know or? what? You mentioned that. My mom always made a spinach souffle, which I didn't really like much. Okay? <laughs> but I would always take a dab. I'd always eat it and say, Mom, it is awesome. <laughs> and then I'd go about the rest of my business. But but over over time, I actually have grown to love the uh, spinach casserole. So. Mark Richt is joining us, ACC Network analyst. That channel launches August 22nd. Coach will be a big part of those festivities. You can follow him on Twitter, at Mark Richt. As you were being introduced on the platform today during or right. in the midst of John Swafford's presentation, the State of the Union Address, you know, they bring Mark Herzlick up there, and they right. bring E.J. Manuel up there, and as yeah. they're bringing you to the platform, I'm not kidding, you yeah. guys were there to see this. Coach Rick, our guest, was described as seriously one of yeah. the nicest human beings on the planet. <laughs> did, did you, care, you heard that as you were walking I up. did, I and, did. And, and frankly, I don't know you as well as they do yeah. probably, but you strike me as that kind of guy as well. well Since you just mentioned mom, it feels yes. like an appropriate time yeah. to, to tell us where does the nicest guy, where does that well, guy you'd really get rather be like, he was the greatest coach in the history of the world, you know. <laughs> that would have been better. Uh, but I, I don't feel bad about people thinking I'm a nice person. But I think mostly uh, the way I was raised and then, you know, becoming a Christian uh, believer in 86, I think it was. I think you start thinking about others more than yourself. Uh, you just 
I think God wants us to treat people a certain way, and that's what I try to do. How about a, you, you averaged almost 10 wins a year in the toughest conference of America right. while you were with Georgia with the nicest human being on the planet. Yeah. How about that juxtaposition? If I'd have just been a jerk, we might have won a couple more. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, we, 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 were, we were very close in a couple seasons. Yeah. And, and if the four-team playoff format was in place the whole time I was there, we, we probably have made two or three years of that. Uh, but, you know, we, we won a lot, but we didn't win a national championship. And uh, so it was time to move on. Well, there were six top ten finishes there with the Georgia yeah. Bulldogs. A couple of top 25 finishes with your alma mater, <laughs> Miami. Three years ago when we chatted, we were excited about this new chapter for right. you and your family. How do you, you're, you're, you're in your 50s. Like, you're a young man while, you know, looking tan and healthy. Yeah. A couple what? months from 60, okay. Okay, you're, you're in your late 50s. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm in my early 50s. Yeah, I got all the AARP stuff, by the way. Yeah, it's all. Oh, it Are you 55 yet? No, no, right, not even close you, to it that. Hits, when you hit 55, you really get some nice stuff. So I started, I saw a male start like around yeah. 50 or Oh, yeah, so. they're grooming you. I don't know how you. it warms up. Yeah, they're grooming you. Uh, Miami fans know your answer to this, but seriously, yeah. what is it about your life, your circumstances yeah. that made you step away from your own alma mater after yeah. three seasons? Uh, it, it just, the best way I could say it is it was time. I knew it was time. Um, I was, uh, by the time I was finished with 30 years of coaching, including 15 at Georgia's head coach, that probably would have probably been a good time to take a break. And that was my plan to yeah, take a break. I remember that. There. Uh, but then the Miami job happened and uh i knew that job was not going to be open the next year the next year the next year so it's kind of like if i want this one it's time to go and if we're going to do it we're all in you know talking to my wife and so within 48 hours of the georgia thing i'm i'm the head coach at miami hitting the ground running and <laughs> yeah you know i knew it was gonna be a lot of heavy lifting and and uh you know i went in with my eyes open but we you know, I grinded hard, and I did everything I could to help Miami be great again. And, um, But I probably didn't – well, I, I know I didn't take care of myself very good. I, I might have worked out ten times in three years. Mm. Uh, but there's always something to do. Yeah. Calling plays, coaching quarterbacks, offense coordinator, head coach, fundraiser, you know, foreman on the job when the indoor is being built. I mean, just nonstop things that needed to get done, which – which again, I, I enjoyed doing, but I just, I, I basically re about ran out of gas. And it was, I, I didn't, the pace I was going at wasn't healthy for me. Yeah. And I knew it, and I didn't want to fake it. And I, wanted, I didn't want to give less than what I thought Miami deserved. So, very, made a very difficult decision to say it's time. One of the saddest days <clears throat> of my career, and I have not had many sad days, was the day Wake Forest basketball coach Skip Prosser passed away. He had become a very good friend of the program. And you just never know. I mean, take, right. take great care of yourself, poor care of yourself, or in between. You can, you right. can, any day could be the day. It's but uh, I'm glad we get many more years of you in Hopefully whatever so. capacity. Thank now you. with the ACC Network, Mark Richt. Uh, since you still love your alma mater and you know the right. new head coach so well, some believe that the Hurricanes, we always start with Clemson for reasons that sure. you know, but after the Tigers, right. some believe the Canes have maybe as much talent as anybody else. How do you describe right. Manny Diaz as the new right. leader of the Canes, especially? Well, I've been saying this all day. Him. I've had a few people ask me that, but um, my answer is if they ask me my opinion, what 
what should we do now that you're leaving? I'd say go get Manny Diaz. Um, and they did. I, it wasn't because of my suggestion, but that's what I would have suggested. I think they did the right thing. Uh, Manny, Miami's a very, Manny is a very uh, smart guy. Uh, he's a very, he's just a great human being. He, uh, and he, he fits Miami and Miami fits him. He grew up there. He's a Miami Hurricane fan his whole life. And uh, of course, his dad was mayor of Miami. I mean, he's a great fit for that place and vice versa. So I, I think he'll do well. A lot of things that were hindering us in the beginning, you know, two, three years ago, uh, and even prior to that, uh, a lot of things got fixed. And I think, I think he'll do well. What kind of stuff got fixed? Can you share any of that? Or is that like uh, nuclear secret code type stuff? No, it's not. Uh, the stadium is not on campus, so people want to give you a hard time about that. Yeah. But after the after the Dolphins put a half a billion dollars into Hard Rock, it's it's it is a beautiful stadium. Yeah, it's it's a positive. So the stadium was negative. Now it's positive. <clears throat> the dormitories there, not good at all. Uh, now they're going to have some of the finest dorms in in America. No indoor facility. The facility was not very good. Now everything is bright shiny brand new in process still uh strength and conditioning was understaffed uh the uh just how the boys were getting fed was not right we had no nutritionists we had no sports psychologists we had we, there's so many things we didn't have that everybody else that was playing at a very high level and developing their players in a certain way miami was not doing but they're doing it now so I mean, I won't be shocked for great things to happen here pretty quick. Prior to your success <clears throat> as a head coach, you, of course, were the offensive coordinator under Bobby Bowden for a long time. I believe you had the OC title at ECU way back when, right? Yeah, that was my first full-time job, actually, when so, I was 28. So right here in our backyard in North Carolina, it was like 1989, Coach Rick is the Pirates offensive coordinator. Now that you've seen this world from every angle, how do you describe that transition? I mean, Manny was it? brilliant defensive coordinator yes. nobody argues that right but there is a leap and it's a different job well Manny Manny gets the big picture you know if even you know during the time I'm there together with him the last three years you know certain guys you're gonna say what do you think got a big decision and you know everybody sees things from a different perspective and everybody's in a different spot too I mean the D coordinator may know more about the vibe of the team than the head coach does sometimes, or even your strength coach or whoever it may be. And so, but, you know, there's some, I, I value, I truly value everybody's opinion, but there's certain guys that you'll ask when it comes to the big picture items, you know, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? And Manny was a guy that I knew, saw things uh, as a head coach would see it and give me good advice. So I think he'll, I think it'll be a natural for him. Mark Richt is joining us on the David Glenn Show. Follow him on Twitter, at Mark Richt. He now represents the ACC Network after a long and distinguished head coaching and assistant coaching career. Besides Clemson, who I assume right. would be atop your power rankings yeah, in the they ACC. Would. Who jumps out to you as right. the, the, the other most yeah, dangerous Yeah, well, team one team that won't be afraid of Clemson is Syracuse. Beat them two years ago. Took them to the on the ropes at their place last year. Now they don't have Dungey. I mean, you know, there's some things that are different, but the psychology of beating a great team that everybody's like thinking they're unbeatable, 
is to think you can beat them. So I think just for that reason, uh, they're going to be a challenge. And they play early in the year at Clem at uh, Syracuse. And then, um, hey, Coach, hey, I'm, bra I'm, hey, I'm bragging about you right now. He Dino, can't hear me. Dino over. Babers of Syracuse yeah. just dropping by to yeah, say I'm, hi to Mark. I don't know if you heard me bragging about him, but <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you were sitting right there. But uh, And then um, the other team I think is going to be very interesting is Virginia. Uh, I, like, I know Coach uh, Mendenhall for a long time. Uh, and I know what kind of coach he is. I know what he's building. Uh, he's building it sure, sure foundation and, and, and methodical. And I was doing it, but he's got a quarterback who's special in my opinion. And uh, I don't know how many special quarterbacks there are in the league right now. So I, 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 they're, they're my dark horse uh, in the Coastal. And, and here's the other thing, too. Somebody's going to win the Coastal, and then there's a one-game playoff. Yeah. For the for the championship. So they only, only got to win that one game. They could be five and three, make it there, yeah. and just win that day, be better that day, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, they're the ACC champs. So, you know, I, I think the Coastal Division probably has a better chance of a champion coming out of there than somebody knocking out Clemson. Yeah. Six <clears throat> in the well, Atlantic. The last six years, six right. different champions in the Coastal. That is just crazy. Right. And the one that has it is, you know, Virginia. Virginia. And wouldn't it be seven for seven? And I, I would not be shocked if it's Virginia. Parity perfection it would yeah, be that'd at be that crazy. point, right? You're with the ACC network <laughs> now. You know, the Miami picture that you painted can be somewhat financially driven. It could be more of a culture thing, what was not there versus what is now there. The ACC network in part, of course, besides brilliant programming with Mark Richt and others, is designed to narrow that financial gap. Right. From your perspective as a former head coach, when you see the Big Ten sending checks worth $54 million a year, right. and the ACC is sending checks worth $29 million a year, mm -hmm. and most of that is TV money, Right. what about that financial part of this launch of the ACC well, network it's which like is going to create millions. You, you've got Blake James who I think is a great AD not a good one a great one he can only do so much because of finances obviously um, they did everything they could do with what we had in my opinion I, I had no I had no issues I, I had nothing but praise for him and Jen Strawley and everybody in the administration but now, if you have more resources to put towards this, that, or the other, and you, you, you still have to consider other sports, obviously. Yeah. You can't just only do football. But as we all know, if Miami football does great, everybody everybody does great at Miami. And it, and it helps the league, too. So uh, that having that money is a way to get your program where you want it. And, and usually, the, the beauty of college football is when you're pouring resources into your program to try to win what you're really pouring it into your players how can we help the players develop into the best player they could possibly be and so most of the resources go into blessing them and um, so that's going to be good for the players too mark richt is a youtube sensation check out the somersault from the high dive platform he is a social media sensation including last year's hot dog delight he knows how to make and eat a sandwich in 10 bites. And now he has given us a great Thanksgiving dinner question to boot. So you're four for four, Coach. Thanks for the visit on the David Glenn Show. Hope I'll you be enjoy back broadcasting. Next year. Yeah, we, we hope. <laughs> we, we, you won't get fired. 
right? <laughs> well, I don't think. I don't know. It's I could lower, blow it. Is it a lower? I got I got a two year deal, <laughs> it's, so <laughs> it's a lower risk occupation. Isn't uh, well, it? I would think so. Yeah. No <laughs> Thanks, doubt. Coach. All right, guys. Mark Richt of the ACC Network, formerly of the Georgia Bulldogs, the Miami Hurricanes, even the Florida State Seminoles, and the ECU Pirates.